Welcome to the Spirit Stories edition of the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. I am so happy to bring you this episode and I cannot wait to get into it. But before I do, I do have to invite you to the Spiritual AF Party. So this is where we're going to be talking about spirit signs. We're going to be talking about angel numbers. We're going to be talking about spirits love language. Oh yeah, we're going to get all into that and it is completely free. I will put the link in the show notes or you can visit my website at therealheatherdanielle.com and then you will see there's a little tab there that you could hit and it says the spiritual AF party. So there's also a VIP option too and I just have to tell you, you don't have to get it. Um, it's like 22 bucks, but I have to tell you that we're doing digital swag bags. So if you already scored a VIP ticket, just know that the digital... Um, swag bags full of some really cool stuff is going to be coming up. I'm going to be announcing that probably in the next few days. I might wait till Monday to announce it, but it's really, really cool. So stay tuned for that. So I really wanted to tell you that because, you know, we have a spiritual community and I want to try and offer you as much awesomeness so that you can really live that spiritual life so that you can make better decisions so you won't feel alone, so you can feel more confident. And so Oh, you can also see the hidden meetings in a lot of the things that happen to you. And that's what we're going to be talking today. We're going to be talking about that tale, that wise saying that you might have heard that everything happens for a reason. And I know that, you know, you might feel like, yes, you know what I mean? A lot of times it does make sense or sometimes it doesn't make sense. And you know, sometimes I really feel like we may never understand the reasons for some things, but there are some things or a lot of things or many things or most things in our life in which we're like, we can look back and be like, yes, this truly did happen for a reason. So definitely keep an open mind as we talk today and definitely stay tuned to the end because I have this amazing story um, that I need to tell you that will just really put a lot of this in perspective. So I wanted to talk about this today with you because it's like such a big issue sometimes. It's such a big thing. And I truly believe that we're giving all the tools that we need to deal with something to overcome our challenge right before it happens, okay? Or the ordeal happens or the challenge. It kind of reminds me of like a video game, you know? So when you're playing a video game, it's like, okay, to get to the next level, you know what I mean? You have to go through this whole process. But in that process, you're picking up weapons you might need or money or health or whatever it is inside the game. And then you're going to have to use that for the next level. And that's how I live my life. And when I was trying to think of stories to tell you and incidences in my life, it was so funny because Spirit kept on bringing up Jay. And so in case you don't know Jay, Jay is my ex um, who was actually killed in a motorcycle accident. And I kept on thinking like, okay, what stories do I have to tell about when I was with Jay? And it took Spirit probably like a good like 10 minutes to get it through to me, but it was him. It was our relationship that taught me that everything happens for a reason. And so me and Jay, we met through MySpace actually. And he was one of my ex-boyfriends from high school's friend. And we met and we had this crazy kind of love, I would have to say, you know, and we moved very, very quickly. And it was so funny because even though I didn't, think I had abilities. I didn't even think I was intuitive. I didn't think any of that stuff. I didn't think I was sensitive, but it was really funny because 
throughout this whole relationship, you know, after a few months, I was like, I am meant to spend my life with someone else. But Jay is here to teach me, you know, to help me be a better match for that person. And I remember I even told Jay this, you know what I mean? He took it very well. I'm like, you are teaching me things so that I could be with someone else. You know what I mean? You're giving me this information. And we, we were engaged and everything. And so it was kind of crazy for me to tell this to Jay. But Jay was really, really big into music. And I mean, do you remember before we went completely digital and we would have like CDs, you know, like the CD books in our car, like he had the largest amount of CDs, you know what I mean? In his truck, like so many, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. And it was crazy because when I was with Jay, I learned so much about music. I learned about Muddy Waters and Waylon Jennings and it being one of my favorite favorite ones. And obviously I fell in love with Johnny Cash, Elvis Presley. Oh my gosh, these are things that I didn't even listen to. And Jay actually got me really into classical music. Of course, he also got me into heavy metal as well. So I became a headbanger and everything else. It was freaking awesome. And I think I told you guys that story too about, you know, me ending up with the doctors the next day because I had thrown my neck out, you know, because I was headbanging. And then she wrote down that I was disco dancing. And I was like, dude, no, I wasn't. I was getting like, I was in a mosh pit, right? So you see what I mean about that? He had such a wide variety of music. And so anytime that you walked by our house, you didn't know if you're going to get classical, beautiful music, if you might hear a little bit of Elvis, or if you were going to hear Slayer. You know what I mean? Like you just never knew what you're going to get. Also like social distortion. Like I totally knew a lot about music. In fact, we spent a lot of our days, like me and Jay were broker than a joke. I mean, it was he lost his job as soon as we got this house, um, literally like within a week. And then the week after that, I lost my job. Like they were both closing down shop. And this was around 2008 when everything was just crashing down around us. So I actually got a old TV from, you know, Craigslist for free or something like that. And that went in Mason's room, my son's room, and he would watch a Disney movie. Usually it was Bambi before he went to bed at night. But other than that, there was no TV in the house. So we listened to the radio and it was a really big deal when I was able to get a very small TV and we didn't have cable or anything like that. But one of our friends allowed us to use their gaming system and we got really, really into um, rock band I think it was you know with a guitar and stuff like that so now you learned even more about music and I fell in love with ACDC and to this day ACDC is still one of my favorites so he taught me so much about music and he I know that when I met him I was still so mentally abused right I still had that survivor mindset you know and Jay really helped me get out of that and with Jay, I actually watched a lot of documentaries. I watched my first documentary ever. And then he would like talk to me about conspiracy theories and watch documentaries on those things. And he got me into politics. And you know what I mean? I started learning a little bit more about, you know, the craziness of our country. In fact, it was really funny. Our first books that we read together was End of America by Naomi Wolf. And the other one was um, his book called 
one nation under God, I believe it was. And it was talking about how, you know, America was founded on God, you know, and it was really interesting too, because it talked about how, you know, um, Harriet Tubman actually had intuitive guidance, you know what I mean, when she was, you know, leading the Underground Railroad. So it was really cool, some of the stuff that Jay got me into. And I just thought, I'm like, yeah, this is the stuff that is really going to help me with this other person that I'm supposed to be with. And it was really weird because at the time, you know, hello, I'm engaged with him. Well, guess what? Nothing could have been closer to the truth, right? Because the day I met my husband, Tony, it was like, it kind of made sense, you know, because then Tony was like, hey, what was the last book you read? And then I told him, you know, it was End of America by Naomi Wolf. And he was flabbergasted. Like he couldn't believe that too, because he was given that book when he was in Iraq. And we were talking about it recently because I was just like, what are the odds? You know what I mean? That, you know, this guy gives you a random book while you're stationed and fighting in Iraq in 2004. But who knew that that book was going to have some kind of bearing on you meeting your future wife in 2011? Like, how crazy is that? I am like, wow, you know, you just never know some of the things that are putting forth in your day to day, right? In your daily life that is going to have an impact on you for years or decades to come. In fact, one of the reasons why that Tony caught my fancy that night, you know, we were just hanging out with a mutual friend. So it was just the three of us, you know, but he was kind of socially awkward. He's being kind of jerky. Like I really didn't like him. But then like we got on the topic of religion and then I was like, yeah, my stepfather was an Odinist. So I was kind of like raised, you know, Odinist, if you will. And he knew what Odinist was and he knew Odin the God and no one I have ever heard or met, you know, has ever heard of Odin. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is cool. This guy is freaking awesome, you know? And then as I got to know him, you know, time went on and things like that. It's like, Tony is such a huge music person. And the fact that I knew some of the songs and things like that, that he was playing, like he would quiz me to be like, who's this? Who's this? Who's this? You know? And I knew a lot of them. And it was because I had been with Jay and I had learned some of that. Like, I remember one time I was at a car show with Tony and the song by Elvis Presley, Little Sister came on and I like knew all the words. And he was like, oh, wow, you listen to this music? And I'm like, yeah, I freaking love Elvis. Now... Like many of you, my grandma loved Elvis. You know what I mean? I might've watched some of his movies, might've heard some of his songs, but it wasn't something that I listened to on a daily basis, you know? And it would just brought us together so much. And then it, all of a sudden these little things started coming to me. It was like, wow, I wonder if I have been, you know, getting all these seeds planted in me that would help me really connect with him, you know, connect with my husband is now. And Another thing that happened was when I was a teenager, I got my first job at the Country Flair Flea Market right there on, I believe it's Van Dyke and 8 Mile. And my job was I sold, and people knew this, like fake Versace um, planners and fake Rolexes and Mont Blanc pens. And one thing that I would have to do was I would have to fit people for their watches and things like that if the guy who owned it wasn't there. So I would do that kind of thing. I, I would listen to the guy sometimes. And honestly, I wasn't really paying much attention because I think I was like 13 years old, you know what I mean, when I worked there. But that was my first job technically was that um, 
that flea market doing that. And it's so funny too, because Tony is completely into watches. Like he collects watches and he just loves and loves it. And he's just so mesmerized by it. And sometimes I think that I seen him there, you know what I mean? When I was a teenager working there, but of course he's 10 years old than me. So it's not like he would take me on a date, like a 23 year old and 13 year old that wouldn't work out. But I just think that's so incredibly cool that spirit brought us together in, you know, that way, you know, I probably would have been even a better match for him if I remembered my days of being a watch, you know, repairist, you know what I mean, if you will. So I thought that was just like really, really interesting for you guys to like look and see if those seeds have been planted in your life before, you know what I mean? And if that maybe it's getting you ready for something else or to meet someone or to do something, or you can look back and see why someone's in your life or, you know, the seeds that were planted before you met them. And that brings up another thing is that you have to, you haven't done it yet. You have to watch Cokeville Miracle. It's free on Amazon. I think it's also free on YouTube too. So definitely I will put the link in the show notes, but if you haven't seen it, you have to. And I feel like it just really tells you that everything truly does happen for a reason. And what this movie is around, it's a true story of what happened in Wyoming in 1986 when these two, let's just call them bad guys, you know what I mean, set up a bomb, right, inside of an elementary school. And you have to watch it near the end because it's going to show you that everything happens for a reason. And this is just a clear cut version or, you know, story to prove that, that truly everything does happen for a reason. So, um, I absolutely feel like you need to watch that. Like my father sent it to me when I was um, on COVID, when I was on COVID, when I had COVID and it was seriously so incredibly good. So definitely watch it free on YouTube, Cokeville Miracle. I'll also put in the show notes. So now, 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 I have an amazing story that I could not wait to share with you. Hopefully you haven't heard it yet. It is about the king and the wise man. And this is just a fabulous tale to keep in the front forward of your mind when you are thinking about everything happens for a reason, okay? So here we go. Once upon a time, there was a king who had a very close trusted advisor. This advisor was a wise man with whom he would always have conversations with about problems that occurred and issues that required attention. But the king noticed that whenever there was an accident, the wise man would always say one thing. Everything happens for a reason, and that's great. While the king liked the wise man, he wasn't exactly sure about what this meant and how an accident can be great. One day, the king decided to go out hunting, and he took the wise man with him. During the hunt, a terrible accident occurred to the king. One of his fingers got chopped off. The king helplessly asked the wise man why such an unfortunate incident had happened to him, especially after ruling his country with such love and being so respected by his people. At that very moment, the wise man just said, everything happens for a reason, and that's great. This time, the king reacted angrily and said, You've been eating my food and living from my wealth, and now you have only these stupid words to say. You think that it's great to have my finger cut off? The king considered him to be crazy and insensitive, so then he ordered his soldiers to throw the wise man into a prison as punishment. Some people who sought the wise man's advice in the past visited him in the cell. Whenever they asked him how he was doing, he calmly replied, Everything happens for a reason, 
and that's great. People were puzzled by this and convinced that the wise man was out of his mind. After some time, the king decided to go out again and on hunting expedition with his troops. He fled deep into the forest far away where he was suddenly confronted by cannibal tribe that lived there. The tribe captured the king and everyone that he brought along. The cannibal tribe were actually preparing for the festival of sacrifice. They were searching for the perfect sacrifice for the worshiping ceremony. And with just their luck, they got their hands on a king. He was destined to be sacrificed. As the shaman prepared the ritual, he examined the king. And he, as he examined him, he realized that one of the king's fingers was missing. He told the tribe master about this and said it would be refused because according to the religion, sacrifices can only be made to complete physical bodies. Warned that if they were to proceed with the incomplete sacrifice according to their beliefs, this would bring God's curse upon them. Taking this into consideration, they decided that the king was not worthy and the tribe master decided to release him. With great relief and shock, the king now figured out that if it hadn't been for the finger he lost, he would have lost his life. He remembered the wise man's words that had told him, everything happens for a reason, and that's great. Realizing the wise man was right, the king went to see him on his return to the capital. He brought him out of his prison and personally told him everything that had happened, including how missing his finger saved his life. It was really great after all, the king said. Yet confused, the king proceeded to ask. In my case, it was indeed good that I lost my finger. But I wanted to ask you was, what was so great about you being put in prison and having to eat only dry scraps of bread? The old wise man, at no loss for words, replied, Your Majesty, if I had not been locked up in prison and left behind, I would have gone hunting with you, and I would have been captured with everyone else. They would have had surely set you free because you are an incomplete sacrifice. But for me, just like everyone else, I would have been sacrificed by the tribe. So it's great that I was thrown in prison before this happened. Like I always say, everything happens for a reason, and that's great. So... I hope you love that story. I hope that it gave you some perspective and something to think about and maybe even a story to share with like your girlfriend if she's having a tough day. You know what I mean? Hey, you may not even understand it now. You might understand it in a few years from now or heck, you may not even understand it until after we cross over. Believe me, I can't wait to get some of those. I want to be like WTF. I really, really want to know why this happened. I really do feel like we should be able to you know, peek behind the veil once or twice in our lives to get some perspective. But for now, it's trusting in that. Trusting in that somewhere, somehow, something is going to happen. And, you know, just definitely keep that with you. I have so many other stories, but I'm going to save them for another episode of Spirit Stories. So until then, definitely share any stories that you have into the Rise Into Your Power group on Facebook. The link is in the comments. And I will talk to you soon on Monday.